0: Ravana Baba, Day 17, starting from the end of page 145. Among Swamiji's memorable utterances was the following In a town nestled in a forest, Palakkad, there is a village called Sri Krishnapuram, place dedicated to Lord Krishna, in which a youth called Murali Krishna hails from a family named Kriyakke Ulikkal the tamarind that rises like the sun from the east, which awakens the luminosity of inner consciousness. The visit to Mr. Gajendra's house began with a recitation of the Ganesha Ashtotra. Both the families were abundantly blessed by Swamiji. Evening darshan commenced at 7 pm and ended at 11.30 pm. Close to 50 people sought darshan in the evening. Substance of Discourse, on 28th August 2009. He provides a summary of Sadguru Murali Krishna's activities for the day ending 28th of August 2009. The morning was devoted to giving darshan to devotees. The evening witnessed a program at Shwara Alayam Temple at Wembley. This was Swamiji's second visit to the temple. Two beautiful speeches were delivered by two girls, priests of the temple, both of them from Palakkad and meeting Swamiji for the first time. These introductions contributed significantly to communicate Swamiji's exalted status to the general public. We should always be in a childlike state. All of us actually have two wives. These include work and family. They are our two wives. The three principal ingredients of Icha Shakti, the power of desire, Jnana Shakti, the power of knowledge and Karma Shakti, the power of action, must be constantly aligned in our daily life. Unless the foundation of the family in good shape the temple cannot be in a good shape the body is the temple it is okay to feel a little deprived in the outer world but in the inner world of divine grace you should experience being an emperor the inner world is perfect we should never say we are sad we should never feel we are lacking in this quality or that. We must realize that what we have currently is the wealth given by God. We should always feel fulfilled by what we have. Unless we preserve what we have with diligence and care, it will not remain with us. Know that our breath, our body, jnanas, karmas, family, experiences, and happiness are all given by God. We must successfully negotiate six critical steps or stages to experience Shiva Consciousness. The first stage is the duration of our childhood. The second stage consists of our coming under the guidance of a Guru. The third stage spans our working life. The fourth state is inaugurated by marriage. We become parents in the fifth state and finally grandparents in the sixth state. It is only when we complete all these engagements successfully that we can secure a glimpse of Lord Shiva. All these stages demand certain appropriate actions from us. The first two stages demand study. The third stage demands work. Fourth and fifth stages provide us an opportunity to save and earn, while the sixth stage is designed to enjoy the fruits of your earnings. This is how we graduate from children to adults to parents and, eventually, grandparents. Thieves enter only where there is darkness. They cannot enter where there is light. Prayer provides effulgence. All good is a product of effulgence, while all bad is a product of darkness. In other words, light is positive and darkness is negative. Our speech must be pure. Speech is meant to transmit happiness. Remedy inappropriate speech by appropriate speech and bad speech by good speech. Speech symbolizes goddess Saraswati. When we misuse speech, we abuse the Goddess. The doctor consistently provides us reassurance. Those in need must be comforted, helped and given solace. Speech has the potential to transmit happiness. Perhaps this explains why Goddess Saraswati is always portrayed With the Veena and Lord Krishna is always portrayed with the flute. Our speech must be a source of happiness to others. In this age, people have developed excessive heat. We need to cool down our tempers and become moderate in our speech. We have many challenges in our lives. In order to overcome them successfully we must approach them with firmness confidence and lack of fear self-belief is belief in god it is self-belief that prompts us to go to the temple the lines of our past present and future have already been written both the hardware which is the body and the software, which is the actions, have been scripted at birth. We must love everything and everybody. When we have empathy for all things and for all people, they stay with us. We must guard what we have with care, discrimination and love. Know that What we have is Prasadam. In this context, it means grace from God. Guard it carefully because that is what you bequeath to those who follow you. The Guru is akin to a service centre. He dispels negativity and radiates positivity. He repairs both the vehicle and the driver. The Vedas and Mantras ought to be your primary nourishment. By consuming them, you will be able to overcome the temptation of the five senses. Constant meditation and penance are essential conditions for happiness, peace and contentment. You must be calm and composed when you enter a temple. If you are disturbed, you will not derive its benefits. It is important to remain grounded in your inner self. Only then will you be the recipient of respect, positive energy and happiness. Know that prayer is essential. The morning must be spent in cleansing the dirt we receive from the external world. This includes bathing the body and removing its impurities. Only after cleaning yourself should you go to prayer, light the lamp and begin your cooking. We must feed God first before feeding ourselves. Know that this is essential. Our time must be spent in continuous remembrance of God. This is why Sage Narada always has the sweet name of Hari on his lips, and this is why Sudama always had the sweet name of Lord Krishna on his lips, and this is why it is impossible for us to think of Lord Rama without Sri Anjaneya. Such is the exemplary nature of genuine devotion. God is experienced, not in places, but in the performance of good deeds. We must be fearless and sincere in all the roles that we perform, or else we cannot secure satisfaction. Prayer is the passport to secure visa, to clear the path to the unknown. It is the surest guarantor of the successful realisation of your aspirations and your gateway to freedom. Service is the foundation of all that is real, enduring and positive. We must offer our thanks and express our gratitude for all that we receive through the service of others. It is God who has given us all that we have That is why we must constantly thank God for what we have. This is why great devotees are in constant remembrance of his name. To indulge in prayer is a sign of divine grace. Know that there is nothing more precious in this world other than receiving an opportunity to serve God. It is therefore essential that we pray for such opportunities. Such prayer and such service constitute real wealth. People go searching for the vishvarupa darshana, visual experience of God in his transcendental aspect, outside of themselves, not knowing that such a vision can be easily secured by standing in front of the mirror. You are that Self. Substance of Discourse on 29th of August, 2009 Unless you experience hunger, you cannot satisfy it. Hunger creates a desire for food, upon the consumption of which it is assuaged, Thirst creates a desire for water upon the consumption of which it is satiated. Similarly, you must be consumed by a desire to know who you are. It is upon this basis that God creates a suitable opportunity for you to understand who you really are. The Guru is that opportunity. Know that he is the gateway to realize The Self, Substance of Discourse, on 30th of August, 2009. Man is in eternal search of happiness. Can this happiness be procured outside? The fact of the matter is that it cannot. It can be found only internally. Know that it is important to engage. The outside from the inside. How do you find happiness? We can find such happiness by understanding that we must be happy where we are presently located. Happiness has to be earned inside. We must live only in those places where we can find happiness. For this to happen we must engage in tapas, penance, or meditation. We must pray before we eat God's prasadam. What you receive is God's grace. It is not of your making. Let us pray to of Brahmanya for health, wealth, work, happiness, and peace of mind. Only if we find God in ourselves will we be able to secure happiness. Only pain can be found on the outside and unless we are firmly grounded in ourselves, we cannot experience happiness. Experiencing God within is the surest means of securing happiness. We must have faith in ourselves to experience happiness. The outer world is full of pain. Its experience is painful because that is its very nature. Our Maharishis of yore enjoyed unalloyed bliss by living in the forest. We can experience the same happiness by performing our duties cheerfully. The work we do on a day to day basis is the real tapas. This means executing our duties and obligations without a sense of individual doership. The Vishnu Sahastranama symbolizes health and represents the body. The Shiva Sahastranama symbolizes energy and represents the head. Lord Brahma, on the other hand, symbolizes ether and represents breath. Accordingly, after our birth, we pass through the stages of becoming children, students, working men and women, parents and grandparents. To effectively discharge our duties in each of these stages, our senses must work as an integrated network. In the olden days, Our Rishis often had emaciated bodies, but they were perfectly enlightened souls. They were self-realized. To achieve this state, the senses need to be opened and cleared. What exists is real. What does not exist is not real. Diseases and shortcomings must be borne cheerfully. You cannot be cured of a disease if you keep telling yourself that you are unwell. The more you are aware of your disease and the more you speak of it, the less are your prospects of recovery. Always see yourself as happy and fulfilled and sincerely believe in that truth. Whatever has to happen will happen and rest assured that what must happen, will happen. That is the only way in which good things can happen. Swamiji recently met a couple who came to seek his audience. They were married at the age of 25, but they should have married only after the age of 28, and the right time for them to have a child was 29. But they did not wait and married at twenty-five. This resulted in a lot of problems in their lives. Know that everything has a time. All events occur within a specified time, space and historical setting. There is a complex arithmetic that underlines the occurrence of these events. Coming to London, for example, requires a visa, and it is God who decides when it will be granted. Another couple came and met Swamiji. The husband belonged to one community, while the wife belonged to another community. Their parents were miserable. Lord Dakshinamurti is the Adi Guru. He symbolizes our parents. If you do not have the grace of your parents in the decisions you take in your life, you will experience difficulties. Swamiji told the couple that they got married without securing the permission of the parents. He said that their parents were his devotees. They have shed tears at his feet in Shirdi and these tears were shed for the well-being of their children. He told the couple that even now they weep for you. Why then have you not reciprocated their love and affection? Unless you respond to them, how can you secure their blessings? If you want respect, you must give respect. Only if you give respect, can you respect yourself. Please your parents by listening to them and respecting them. You have all heard of the story of the mango given by sage Narada to Lord Shiva, who then gave it to Devi Parvati. Since the fruit could not be divided into two parts, Devi Parvati asked both her sons, Lord Ganesha and Lord Kartikeya, to go around the universe and whoever circumambulated the universe first, would be declared the winner. While Lord Kartikeya mounted his peacock and went around the universe, Lord Ganesha circumambulated his parents and won the competition. There is a deep meaning in this powerful story. Our parents are our first gurus because they are the cause of our existence. Their love is irreplaceable. A mother's love is unique. Parents perform enormous sacrifices for their children, their upbringing and their education. Unless their children are happy, the parents are not happy. Know that the God is inside take God's permission before you embark on any activity. When you visit a police station, you cannot go straight inside. You will have to fill up some forms, meet several officials, register your complaint and only then will you be given access to meet the appropriate official. Similarly, you must secure God's permission before you undertake any activity. Rama and Sita were parents to Hanuman. They saw Hanuman as their child. That is why Hanuman is always at their divine feet. He is always portrayed as a child involved in service to God. Such devotion brings us closer to God Arjuna always asked Lord Krishna's permission before undertaking any activity. This is why no sin is accrued to Arjuna. When we take God's permission, no sin accrues to us. If you kill a mosquito, you must utter the holy mantra, Om Shivaya." If not, You incur sin. God is our charioteer, just as Lord Krishna was Arjuna's charioteer. Surrender, faith and devotion are the keys. There is no God without Guru. There is no Guru without God. This is why the offering of Dakshina, offering somebody something precious to us, to our ancestors, to parents, to Guru and God is essential before we undertake any action. When you go to Lord Shiva, for example, go to Him after performing Pitrupuja, pooja, prayers to ancestors. By doing this service, you are assured of their grace. There will always be shortcomings and deficiencies. In our worldly existence. There is no need to look at them. God is present in both the king and the beggar. He is omnipotent, omniscient and omnipresent. Both the king and the beggar face challenges. The beggar faces fewer challenges than the king. The beggar is actually the real king. He has nothing to protect. It is faith and faith alone that saves us. We must have firm faith in ourselves. Always approach God with faith. Dharma is God. Where there is Adharma, God will take birth to fulfill His will. When you buy a car, You may know driving or even have a driver but know that it is the Guru alone who can show you the way. Practice self-belief. This is genuine prayer, meditation and penance. Substance of Discourse on 31st August 2009 When you feed a person, do not consider his status. Instead, look at the intensity of hunger in a person and feed him in proportion to that intensity. Know that when you feed somebody, be it a cat, mouse, elephant or a fish swimming in the river or an animal in the jungle or a human being possessing an animalistic nature in this forest, of worldly existence it is one and the same because know that you are feeding lord shiva your breath is god while your body is the temple om sharavana bhava thus concludes day 17 reading